Welcome back to the Lead the Masses Summit. I'm your host, Jessica Moore, and we are going to jump right into Mr. Miko's top three secrets to success. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm excited to share this. So I, I, I think the, the first thing is to just get clear about where it is that you're going. And this is going to require folks to really sit down and to write down what their vision is or to write down what their intention is. And, and here's, here's why. So when you're, when you're on this entrepreneurial journey, particularly when you're, when you're starting out, there are going to be lots of things coming at you, lots of shiny object syndrome, and you're going to be pulled in many different um, directions. And one of the things that I learned from sort of taking a, a mindfulness and holistic based approach to this is that there is power in taking time to be still and to slow down. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, if folks remember in grade school, but I remember from for me, uh, often we would have fire drill practice, right? The idea being that you, you practice the fire drill. So in, in case of an emergency, you actually know what to do and you don't panic when there's actually an emergency, right? And invariably, the teachers and the principal will say, walk and don't run, walk and don't run. And so for us as kids, we were just like, okay, well, we got out of class. So we're just like, you know, <laughs> we're ignoring that. We're running anyway, right? <laughs> but it's an important instruction to heed, not just because the principal and teacher are telling you that, and not just because they're, you think they're, they're trying to tap, tamp down on the fun that you're having or the excitement that you're having, but there's a critical reason why that's the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so important, in fact, that it's one of the things that first responders are taught when they arrive on the scene of a crisis. They're taught to walk and to not run. Mm-hmm. Now, why is this? Well, there, there are two reasons for this. One is the obvious reasons that if you're running, that you're likely to trip and fall, you hurt yourself. And as a first responder, if you do that, then you're not able to be present and available for the person that you were actually called to support, right? The second is that when you're running or when you're rushing through life, or in this case, where you're the first responder, you're rushing to a scene, your adrenaline level spikes. And when your adrenaline level spikes, your ability to be able to be aware of everything that's in your surroundings actually decreases, right? So you begin to miss things. You begin to overlook things. Mm, that's, so that's good. yeah. So, so going back to the example of the first responder, imagine that you arrive to a scene and you're rushing to the first person that you see in a car accident. You Maybe you trip and you fall over a sharp object in the road, you cut yourself, and then you miss the fact that there are two other people that are in critical condition on the other side of the car, mm. right? So you saw the first person, that was what you saw, but because you were rushing, your visual field didn't allow you to see that there were actually two other people that actually needed your help. Wow. And so one of the best things that we can do for ourselves and for our business is to actually walk and to not run, to actually slow down and to take an opportunity to assess the entire environment. And in that, in that, in that stillness, relatively speaking, in that, in that slowing down, take time to get clear about where it is that you are going. In the work that I do with workplace wellness and work-life and tech-life balance, believe it or not, one of the biggest distractions is that people lack clarity about what to do. Mm-hmm. So yes, there's the emails, there's the, there's the constant meetings and the other interruptions. But one of the biggest distractions that we don't talk about is the fact that people don't know what they are, are doing. And so they're busy, they have meetings, 
they're, you know, they're, they're, they're on social media, you know, as, as an entrepreneur, you might be busy. You might be back-to-back Zoom calls. You might be having client stuff that, that, you're, that you're doing and so on and so forth. But if you're not clear about what the end goal is, mm. then you're just busy. You don't know if you're making money. You don't know if you're meeting your, your metrics in terms of getting visibility. You're just doing stuff. And you'd like, and you be telling all your friends, oh, I'm just, I'm just busy. I've been, I've been working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. Okay, well, great. You're working 60, 70, 80 hours a week, but what's the end result, mm-hmm. right? So get clear about that, that, that vision and write it down. There's power in writing it down. Why is it, why is there power writing it down? We have years of research that shows us that when you actually write it down, that you are actually more likely to remember it and you're more likely to actually follow through on it. And you you have to be anchored in that. So you have to go back to that over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, find a system that works for you in terms of frequency for going back to that. For me, you know, on an annual basis, I go through this, this life planning process. And then on a quarterly basis, I have a process that I'm using to check in with where I am and making revisions and, and updates. So you have to find a process that actually works for you. But that's the number one thing, getting clear, about that vision, you know, writing it out, you know. The the second thing that I would say is it's so critically important, I think, for folks to, I, I should say, I, one of the things that's been helpful for me, I should say, is to this idea of taking 100% responsibility for my life and my experience. I take 100% responsibility for my life and my experience. So the seemingly the seemingly the good, the bad, the ugly, I take 100% responsibility for that. And what that allows me to do is that allows me not to be a victim to circumstances. Mm-hmm. It allows me to be constantly in a place of learning and growth to say, you know what, that I didn't get that opportunity or, you know, that didn't work out the way that I intended. What's the lesson that I can learn and how do I move forward? If you are a victim to circumstance, if you are a victim every time something doesn't work out, every time someone tells you no, every time you know you 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 launch something and it doesn't turn out the way that you want it to launch, then you're gonna be you're gonna be the equivalent of sort of trying to drive with the parking brake on, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be driving with the parking brake on. You want to turn the parking brake off and you want to be able to keep moving forward, right? And that might mean that you might find that in some cases that maybe the the GPS had you going a longer route and maybe you need to adjust the you need to adjust the route, right? And tell the GPS that you don't want to go the way with you don't want to go the long way. You want to go the, the shortest way, right? And so thinking about that in terms of taking 100 percent responsibility for your journey, for your for your learning and and for your business i think that's just so critically important in terms of the the mindset piece so and then the third thing i would say is to don't reinvent the wheel i think we have a tendency particularly as we're starting out and i know that for some folks you know people might be strapped for for resources and they might not see the value in actually paying someone are paying for a tool that actually can help them to, to move faster and, and quicker, but to consider thinking about the trade-off in your time versus 
what you're actually going to spend to for someone or a tool to actually help you get to where you want to go faster. And connected to this, something else I will also share is that it doesn't matter what what the tool is, right? Mm. For many of us, I think sometimes we have a tendency, we get paralyzed because we think, oh, I have to choose the right website platform. I have to choose the right email tool. I have to choose the right, you know, you know, branding and colors and so on and so forth. All of those things, yes, those are important to a certain degree, but those are things that are going to be refined over time. So don't let that stand in the way of you, of you moving forward. You know, one thing that I, that I heard that was really helpful for me is that from, from many people, the people that, that are sort of achieving the levels of success that perhaps you're aspiring to, Mm-hmm. They aren't using the same tools that they were using when they started out, right? <laughs> That's true. They aren't using the same branding that they are that they were using when they started out. That that's something that's sort of refined over time. So I say pick something that's good enough for now, and get moving. Right. So pick, you know, if 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 you're familiar with Mailchimp and that's working for you, then like do Mailchimp. You can always, as you grow and as you evolve you can move to something more sophisticated like Infusionsoft. But if you're just starting out and you just need something quick, MailChimp is going to be just fine. If it's WordPress, Squarespace, whatever it is, pick the tool, make it work for you. And then once you have validated your concept and you know, you're growing and you know, your revenue is more sustainable, then mm-hmm. we can talk about moving to whatever the next level is. But don't have this idea that you know, you're starting out and all of a sudden you want to go from you know, zero to 60 and, you know, you're, you're trying to get the Cadillac experience <laughs> right out of the gate, you know, give yourself time to <laughs> give your, it's, it's okay. You can go get the Honda. The Honda's going to be okay. You, it's going to get you from point, <laughs> to point B, go get you the Honda and, and let, and, and, and ride that. And believe it or not, some people, they ride the Honda. They're not interested in the Cadillac and, and the Honda's doing them good. It's getting them to where they need to go and it's saving them money and they're good with that, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> Wow, that was good. Well, thank you. That actually concludes the bonus interview. So just thanks for, like I said again, for being here. Did you want to tell listeners again one more time where they can connect with you? Absolutely. So the best way to connect is to go to my website and join the email list. So that that email, that um, web address is mindfultechie.com. So that's mm-hmm. M-I-N-D-F-U-L-T-E-C-H-I-E.com go to myfotechie.com, join the email list. It's the best way to stay connected and up to date on what's happening. All right, that concludes our interview. So I will see you all in the next video. Bye.